the Mel Gedroich podcast. Hey, it's Mel G, and this week on our little podcast, we're going to be talking about all sorts of things, from the humble toothpick uh, to Bush's twitchy eye uh, to getting stuck on the London Eye with a hen party. Well, if you like that, then do have a listen to me every Saturday lunchtime from one on Magic. There will be more Chattingtons and some great songs thrown in for good measure. There's a lot. There's a lot going on in that song, isn't there? Yeah, it's a lot of whipping and hollering, isn't it? It's a busy old song, Bush. I felt like I was on a hen do during that song. <laughs> I, I momentarily <laughs> spied a little pink cowboy hat on you. A little feather boa. In some furry cuffs. Pretending I'm not liking it, but secretly having the time of my life. <laughs> <laughs> do you know something? Re- this is absolutely true. Terrifying. So uh, we went on the millennial wheel. <laughs> The Millennial Wheel. Is that what it's called, the Millennium Wheel? The, you know. Millennial Wheel makes it sound like some kind of circus attraction from the 1800s. Come <laughs> see the Millennial Wheel. But yeah, uh, I think that's kind of what it's called. Yeah, you know, the big the big uh, dipper uh, big in dipper. London on yep. the South Bank. Anyway, and you go in a, in a pod. So went in this, it was May time, it was half term. It was a few years ago, the kids were quite small. I uh, haven't been on it since, you'll hear why. <laughs> so got in, in a pod... With a hen party. There were about 20 hens. I would say, lads, they were pretty worse for wear. Let's be honest. They'd already had a couple of shandies by then. They absolutely, they were full to the brim of sherbets. And uh, we started to go up very, very, very slowly, as you do. It was boiling hot. It was a really sunny day and they're glass, those pods. Yeah. Uh, anyway, got to very, very near the top, and I was thinking, oh, for Pete's sake, please let this be over. Let this be over. All the kind of. And sort of shouting and, you know, all that, all that stuff. Then the pod stopped. Yeah. And the pod stopped for over an hour. <gasps> you were trapped up there with trapped them. Trapped on the millennial wheel for over. <laughs> An hour. There was a little speaker in the corner of the pod, and every sort of five oh. minutes, all it would say was, we seem to be having a technical fault. Please bear with us. I mean, it was literally like that. Oh, that's, that's like all of my phobias in one go. Matey, it was exposure therapy to the max. See, because I've been on the millennial wheel before as well, and it, is, it goes very slowly, but you do feel quite... Um, Safe. You feel safe, but it's quite panicky because you're in an enclosed space, so who you're yeah. in there with is very important, isn't it? Yeah. And for it to be hot and for it to be busy and full of a Hindu and they're all drunk. I had no drinks with me. The girls were at this point lobster red. <laughs> lobster red, the pair of them. Oh. Oh, so anyway, the London Eye, that's what it's called. Yeah. Right, so we're in the pod. It is boiling hot. We've been up at the very top. Not even just, you know, quarter of the way around. At the very top, at its most judderiest mm-hmm. for over an hour. The hens have now sobered and are hungover oh, no. and terrified. So the noise in the pod, it was, hey, all right, hey, all right, Sandra, yeah, all right. Now it is, oh, we're going to die, we're going to die. Literally. I had to sort of become uh, an on-the-ground counsellor for the hens in the pod to just try. It was basically hens, me and the girls. And all the time, you're trying to be calm in front of your kids, I imagine, as well. Just trying to absolutely, I you know, speaking like that. It's going to be I, fine. Yeah, it's absolutely fine. The lady's crying because she stubbed her toe, dear. It's fine. 
Uh, but it's like, you know, if you get a Megabus or National Express the morning after you've had a few beers and you oh. get a bit of a panic. Oh, yeah. That's what they would have been going through, those hens, but at like, I don't know, 200,000 feet in the air or whatever. They, and one of them wanted to go to the loo. <laughs> this sounds awful. So oh, she man. was shouting. Yeah. There was a question, should she do it in the handbag, in the corner of the pod? Because there's no loos in the pod, no, is there, there at all? No, loos. It's a glass ball. You're like a bauble on a Christmas tree. <laughs> it was singly the worst thing. Also, we so eventually we got to the bottom and everyone was running to the office, you know, to sort of get their compensation and have a massive rant. I just, wa- I just walked away. I just thought I can never, ever... <laughs> go on that thing again. I'm sorry. I know it's a beautiful thing. I know it attracts loads of tourists and I'm sure it happens once in a blue moon. Yeah. But we were that blue moon and there nearly was a blue moon. (laughs) The hens were, you know, a a gnat close to that. Oh, and I bet the smell in the pod after being up there in that heat. It was awful. Not good. A lot of uh, perfume uh, and musk of fear. Do you know what I get? I get quite panicked about um, if you think about places where you can't go to the loo when you might need to go to the loo. Oh. Like if someone says to you when you're stuck in traffic, "Oh, what if you need to go to the loo?" Oh, then awful. you start thinking about it, and then that could be a thing. Yes. Well, listen, we will we'll workshop this through. We'll workshop <laughs> this through. You look quite young today, Bush. Do I? Yeah, you look like a sort of indie rock star in your old black outfit. Do you know what, right? I, I came in with my puffer jacket. I've bought a puffer jacket. Oh, but hang I, on. I'm hang not on. wearing it in front of you two, you and Uh-oh. producer Louise, because you'll absolutely slaughter me. The word puffer immediately worries me. It's like a like a bomber jacket, puffer jacket thing. I, bomber is even worse. I'm thinking <laughs> Gary Davis in the 1980s on a Radio 1 roadshow, mate. I'm not going to lie to you. Yes. And, but do you know what? I took it off and left it at reception Thank because goodness. I don't want to wear it into the studio. So this is what I've become. This is what you've made right. me do. I'm going to go down to reception <laughs> and I'm going to ask for that bomber jacket and have a look. Louise Maloney, our producer, I suggest we go together. Unbelievable. <sighs> Unbelievable. Now, um, Bush, this is exciting. Look what I hold in my hand. What a sparkly book that is. It's like someone made of magic. Isn't it? Yes. It's, it's the ledger of legend. It's glimmering gold in the light of the studio as well. Oh, <laughs> It's like um, one of the books from Lord of the Rings that uh, Gandalf might cast a spell from. Exactly. Isn't it? But it's jolly, as the bed of music that you're now listening to will verify. It's not sinister. No. It's jolly. Jaunty. Now, today in the Ledge of Ledge, on this day, the 15th of July, 2017, I am going to write... uh, What am I going to write today? Do you know what I think is never celebrated enough? Mm Mm-hmm. The common toothpick. The toothpick? The toothpick. You know those awful, awful occasions where you have, it's usually for me, a bit of apple skin. Oh, yeah. Caught in the gnashes. Mm-hmm. Or you've been chomping down on a corn on the cob. <laughs> yeah? They get stuck quite a bit, don't they? Little corn, sweet corn things. And it's, it's A, painful, especially when you feel it from the back end of the tooth as well. Do you yeah. know that? Mm-hmm. Not only from the front, but from the back. What do you reach for, my friend? Get yourself a toothpick. The toothpick, the humble toothpick. No one talks about them, no one cares about them. People think they're a bit old school. Yeah. <laughs> what, you've got a box of toothpicks in your cupboard? <laughs> yes, I do, and I'm proud of it. And they always go in that special drawer, don't they, toothpicks? You know the top drawer in the kitchen that's got chopsticks, yes, bat- funny funny batteries. corkscrew, yes. uh, battery, all different types of batteries. Cloth napkins. Cloth napkins. A doily. A bit of duct tape. I will give it its Latin name, uh, which I think is um, Denticus... Um, Denticus lenius, isn't it? Denticus lenius, exactly yes. it, yes. Yeah. From the lenius family. Exactly, that's the um, 
Good, just written that down. Uh, Bush, please do the honours with the drawing. Let's and there the we have it. The toothpick, ladies and gentlemen. OK, so look, uh, someone actually said to me in the street the other day, what's happened to the topic pot? Stop it. Honest to God, right? Where's your topic pot? Because Did you tell them? I told them it's been stolen. I can't believe it. It's still... It's... Are the police onto it, Bush? I think they are launching a big inquiry. I think we're on Cromwatch, not this week, but the week after. Okay, good to know. Uh, We're currently operating out of a Pachetto espresso cardboard cup that you'd get from a vending machine. It's not the same. It is not the same. It's not the same. It's like eating caviar off a polystyrene plate. Exactly. Isn't it? It really is unacceptable. I mean, it'll do. I'm not complaining. What have we got there, Bush? This has been folded to almost the point of oblivion, this particular bit of paper. But I've unfolded it and here we go. Good. Mel, have you ever interviewed anyone for a job? Oh, oh, sorry, I thought that meant for your job. Have you ever interviewed anyone? I was thinking, yeah, 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 quite, quite a few times. Have I ever interviewed anyone for a job? No. (laughs) (laughs) That's a simple answer to that. I have never, ever in my entire life had a position of authority, and that is the truth. Do you want me, me neither? I've never no. had a position of authority. No. I worked my way up the pecking order um, as a waitress mm-hmm. in the Rosie Lee Tea Rooms back in the 80s, where I was, I would call myself the chief waitress. Nobody ever told me that I was, but I like to think that I was because I'd been there so blowing long. It was kind of unwritten rule yeah, there, wasn't it? Yeah, people knew. But did I get to recruit? Was I part of the HR team? No siree. Do you know what, I, I really miss out on it, because my, my other half, Katie, she's been interviewing people this week for a role at work. So she sits <sighs> on, on all the interviews. Oh, on a panel. I'd love to do that. I'd love to be that one that's quiet for ages, just looks at them, if you're in a panel, and then comes up with a hypothetical situation that they need to solve. Oh, And just absolutely, gosh. like, captures the moment. That'd be so good, wouldn't it? But that's, that's, I can imagine you doing that. I would like to be the really kindly one. Ah, the one that they can kind of like, they take solace in, they get encouraged by. Yeah, I'd like to be the one that they feel they could nestle with. Really? Oh, that's nice. I'd like to do that. Give them a little thumbs up and a wink on the way out the door. It's going to be okay. And then be a bit harsh. (laughs) I'd like to flip it suddenly and then become bad cop. Yeah, thumb up on the way out the door, but then one last look as the door's closing with that thing where you drag your finger across your throat. (laughs) Finish, mate. You absolutely destroyed that, mate. No, I'd love to be on a panel. I'd love to be part oh, of it. It's never going to happen, mate. No, me neither. I don't think no. so. Oh, we're throwing some shapes here in the studio. Bush, that was a very, very nice... Uh, was that a bevel and a leg kick? I think it was. A pair of them, yeah. Yeah, combined. I'm not doing it again, though. I think I might have pulled my hamstring. <laughs> yes, you look slightly Ooh. pale. Slightly pale now. Um, Bush, I must ask you, um, how's your week been? Mel, my week can be summed up in two words. Tell me twitchy eye oh matey I as we speak as I look at you now have a vibrating right eyelid that's been going on I'm not joking for like four days consecutively matey I don't want to A pull the rug (sighs) on the story I I had one of those for months months yeah months and B depress you by saying it can last for months I thought they lasted for a few days. I thought I'm oh. well over the normal kind of time restriction for these things. Which eye is it, left or right? It's right eye here. And I, people, I always think it adds unwanted context to what you're talking about. So if you say, I'll see you up in the meeting room, and then you add a wink on the end of it, it always looks like you're up to no good. I, I have to say, I can't see it juddering. Let me know when it is, when you're going through a real spell, and I'll tell you. Now it's going now. Is it? It's so horrible. I can't see it. 
Oh, I you saw see? a little oh. bit. <laughs> if you put your finger on my eyelid, it's like a little vibrating flap of skin, and I'm absolutely sick to death of it. I'll I'll do any cure, even if it's an, if like putting mud and a frog on my eye, like something out of a witch's handbook, just to get rid of this damn thing. <laughs> do you know what it is that causes it? What is it? Tiredness. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Usually. I had a little Google Tiredness. the other night. And it's I'm like sorry, it's boring. Drink less coffee and go to bed early, and that's like my yeah. entire life is drinking coffee and staying up late. What Maybe. am I left with if I go to bed early? <laughs> Can I just say, though, once I had a ticking right buttock. <laughs> it was really nice. I wasn't expecting it. It was nice. I had it for about two days. It was just a really pleasant feeling. <laughs> I love the idea. I do love the idea of that. Why was it pleasant? It just felt nice. It was just a gentle, just juddering buttock. Like a juddering buttock. Little pulsing buttock. I've got a few thoughts on what you can do, actually, with the old twitchy eye. Oh, please help me. And I say this as somebody... I mean, I'm not kidding. I had one for months. Oh, that's and it, And it coincided with the period of time when I was sleeping really badly. The bu- you, didn't have the buttock. About, it, <laughs> you didn't have the buttock in the eyelid at the sad, same time? No, sadly. The that buttock was... lasted for two days. Wow. That is amazing. It'd be like a dance move if both of them were going off at the same time, wouldn't it? <laughs> I could do... <laughs> That is the noise my buttocks make as well. There's enough of them. So, my friends, I can verify I have placed my finger lid... Finger lid? That's sinister. <laughs> I've placed my fingertip on Bush's eyelid and it is indeed... It's going It's going crackers in there. It's like a little... It's like a little sort of bird. It's like a woodpecker. <laughs> it's going... <laughs> is there part of it that actually you quite like? Oh, no, I hate all of it. I hate oh, all of it. It's no. like someone else is pressing a button... That's making my eyelid go when like, I don't, when I least want it to happen. In right. meetings, I was in the bank. I was in the bank <laughs> cashing something in in the week, cashing a check in with a wink. What's going on? <laughs> to, to be fair, though, I can only see it when I really, really look closely. In, in normal everyday life, a yeah. person wouldn't see it. You reckon? Yeah. I just feel really aware of it. I really. Oh, it's off again. It's going again. <laughs> it might be hormonal, Bush. You really? I think with women, it can often be linked with the old hormones. I don't know if it's the same with men. I apologise, but I'm not that interested uh, in male hormones as I am in my own. So sorry about that. I don't know. But it might be, is it an extra rush of testosterone? I mean, I'm very excited about the football season starting again, but I haven't really noticed anything else. It could also be, when I had, sorry to take it back to me, when I had mine for eight months, Bush, not just for a few days, for eight months, someone said, oh, it's lack of potassium and that you should eat loads of bananas. So I woofed down the bananas, and that did seem to um, help. A little thought, Bush, a little thought. Are we approaching the male menopause? Hey, whoa, what is that? That's that's not even a thing, is it, the male menopause? No, it's not. Are we a bit perry? Are we a little bit perry? Perry menno? No, 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 no. no, I'm just saying, I'm putting it out there, Bush. Some people, I know you're young, some people have an early male menopause. Does that mean that I walked past a Harley Davidson showroom the other day and I thought, do you know what, that actually looks like a viable way to get into work. Is that the same thing? <laughs> and your eyes started twitching and at the same time. started twitching. <laughs> That's not fair. You girls get loads of meetings. When we get sent out of the, the hall at school, when you have a chat with the teachers, you're filled in on all the stuff you've got to come ahead of you in life. Yeah. There's no chat for blokes about this. No, mate. You've just got to deal with it and shut up. Right. Yeah, you can hear that, you see, paper against cardboard. It's just not the same, is it? Not the same against paper against 17th century glass. <laughs> Mind you, it probably is worth a fair few bob, 
that uh, old topic pop, which is why probably somebody wanted to, you know, half inch it. Someone's probably sold it and has made an absolute mint. It's probably in a museum. Can we just say, um, to take this opportunity, because we're going to be on Crime Watch with this in a couple of weeks, if you noticed anyone who's come into a lot of money recently, maybe he's wearing different kind of clothing, slightly more ostentatious... They may have uh, stolen and sold on our topic pot. Please inform your local authorities. Exactly. Somebody that maybe used to wear a hoodie and now is wearing the hoodie with an ermine trim. Exactly. That's a giveaway. That's the kind of thing we're after. Uh, Bush. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you wouldn't order online? That's interesting. Is there anything I wouldn't order on? Have they been checking my eBay history? (laughs) Um... Anything you wouldn't order. Is that sort of referring to something that might be a bit saucy? I don't know. I mean, on a very boring level, I don't tend to order clothes. I'm not one of these people who like... You know, you get these clothes companies where you click a button and then your trousers arrive the next day by courier. Yeah. And then you can put them back. If you don't want them, you can send them back again. Yes, I don't. Yeah. I need to try stuff on and realise how bad I look in You the mean mirror. you tried on the camo chalet? <laughs> Are you telling me that wasn't an online purchase? Bitch? At the time, the stewardess or whatever working in the shop said it was a really good look. And I stand by it, okay? I, I, I genuinely thought it was, it was going to really come into its own one summer, the gilet. Oh, oh, oh. But never going to get the chance because I had to give it away to a charity shop. You could have worn it fishing, actually. That's not the point, Mel. <laughs> it's not for hooks, for putting hooks in or live bait. It's for going out nightclubbing or looking cool in central London on a weekend. Bush, we saved you. We saved you from the drubbings. Don't try and make your bullying sound like an intervention. It wasn't. <laughs> All right, and we even at the show, yeah, the, the show you'll just be hearing or whatever. I mentioned that I did have a, a bomber jacket that oh. I've left on reception because of you lot. But just think about the implications. Listen, hear the words bomber and jacket. It's literally bomber jacket. Bo- it's so bomber jacket, isn't it? Come on. <laughs> Is it a bit roadshow? Do you it's think it's a bit roadshow? It's sheer roadshow, mate. Oh, mate. There's probably a sheen on that bomber jacket, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Oh, matey. What? I mean. And what was sort of trendy um, stick-on labels saying things like rocket? <laughs> you know, thirty-second air cavalry. No, there's none of that. There's no American emblems on it. It's just a plain bomber jacket. It's the kind of jacket, right? That you know, when Grant Mitchell came back unexpectedly into EastEnders, I can picture it right now, mate. It was like that. Oh, Bush, no! It's the height of summer for one thing. I was sweating cobs on the tube on the way, and I had to take it off. I'm not surprised. It's a puffer bomber jacket in the middle of July. <laughs> oh, Bush. The things we do for fashion, Mel. I know, I know, love. Lovely stuff. Mel G on magic. Don't get too lulled, my friends, because uh, it's time for Tell Mel. You can ask me anything. Let it begin. Hi, Mel. My name's Frankie. So, my boyfriend thinks I'm strange because I like to top up my Oyster card. He just taps in with his bank card. I like my Oyster card. I've had it ages. Who's right? Frankie, you are. I like my Oyster card as well. What's with all this tapping in with your banker's card? Two words. Card clash. Your boyfriend sounds very silly. Chuck him immediately. Next, please. Hi, Mel. It's Jamie. Just out of curiosity, can you do a good helicopter impression? Here's mine. Jamie, that, that is the single worst helicopter impression I think I've ever heard. It started strongly, I could hear the blades, but then it just became very, very quickly a raspberry, Jamie. What you were giving us was a big old raspberry, but we did quite enjoy it, so thank you. Next, please. Hi, Mel, it's Janet here. I just can't keep my plants alive, no matter what I seem to do. Is it my fault? Am I doing something wrong, or is it theirs? 
Janet, are you talking to your plants? I'm wondering if you are. Your voice, my love, is very, very soothing, but possibly might be sending them to sleep just a little bit. Is that mean of me? Probably is, but this is Tell Mel, so I'm allowed to be a little bit mean. Give them water, Janet. Give them love. And give them your beautiful voice, but maybe with a little bit more oomph to it. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We love it when you listen. Hear more larks like that every Saturday lunchtime from One on Magic. The Mel Gedroich Podcast.